Okay, we left off on Pasuk Tesvav. So, um, Ruas Dovkaba, the Pasuk says, that Ruas decided to stay, and even though Nami said that Apidara Chateva, there's no way that she's going to get any shit through her. However, as we said last time, as we said last time, she ended up getting a shidduch through Naomi. She got the best shidduch. She got boyaz. She was the mother of Malchus based David. So, Patu Tezvav, Patoimer, Hineshava Yevimtech Elama Velaliha, Shuvi Achare Yevimtech. So, she said that your sister in law has already returned to her nation, Vel Elaliha, and to her gods. Go follow her. So we started saying last time, what's this idea of Eliheha? So the important Jesuit to understand here is based on the Ramban in many places in Chumash. Um, but the basic idea is that when Akadish Baruch Hu created the world, he divided the world up into 70 nations, and each nation has its own mazel, its own tsar, its own malach that takes care of that nation. Um, now, HaKadosh Baruch Hu obviously is the power source and is above all of these malachim, but his shefa that he gives to each nation is through that malach. And that's why every nation has its own culture, its own language, its own dress. The nation is defined by the malach in Shemayim, and there were 70 unique malachim. However, Klau Yisrael and Eretz Yisrael didn't get its own malach. Kichelek Hashem Amoy. HaKadosh Baruch Hu chose Kla Yisrael and Eretz Yisrael for himself. There's no Malach. Eretz Asher Hashem HaKadosh Baruch Hu takes care of Eretz Yisrael directly. Kla Yisrael directly. So, when Naomi was telling Rus, go back to, I'm sorry, or that Arpa went back, El Amma, Go back to her nation, Vel Eliheha. The Sarim in Shemayim are called Elohim. They're called powers. Right? It says that Hashem is Elikeho Elohim. He is the power, Elikeho Elohim. He is the power over all powers. That means to say, HaKadosh Baruch Hu made Malachim, that He gave them the Shefa of each nation comes through them. But He is the power over all of them. And the, truly, the original Ibn Abayd Zara believed in Hashem, and they believed in these powers as well. They just felt that why should we serve Hashem? We're not right to serve Hashem, or if Hashem, you know, put these on top of us, He wants us to go serve them. Eventually, they forgot about Hashem. But originally, the original ones, they also believed that Hashem was the power over all powers. They just felt that they're not supposed to be talking to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. So basically, she was telling her, if you, Arpa already went back to her nation, Vel Elihel, and she's now going back under the Shlita, under the rulership of those Malachim that belong to the Goyim and belong to the lands outside Eretz Yisrael. It's a whole different Hanhaga that the people, the Goyim have. Go back, Elama Vel Elihel. Kalal Yisrael, in Eretz Yisrael, we're not 
under any shlika of any malach or any tsar, or for that matter, any teva. We have a direct relation with HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Eretz Yisrael is Lamayla Minateva, Klai Yisrael is Lamayla Minateva, and especially when Klai Yisrael is in Eretz Yisrael. So basically she was saying, go back to with Arpa. Arpa went back to her people, she went back into being in the world of Teva, under the Shlita of Malachim, in, their, in Mayav, which is under, has the Sar of Mayav, she gave up being part of Klai Yisrael and Eretz Yisrael, that is Lamayla Midarach HaTeva, has Ashkocha Pratis Lamayla Midarach HaTeva, and she lost that schus by going back. Rus, she was saying, go back with, uh, Nami was telling her, go back that way. But Rus didn't want to. Rus decided to stay. She wanted to be Megayer. She wanted to cling to Klai Yisrael. And therefore she was Zoycha to Kichela Kashem Amoy. As we're going to see, she was Zoycha to special in Hashkoch Abratis. Like we said before, she ended up with the best Shidduch. Lamayla Midarach HaTeva. Because she was willing to leave and leave her nation, which is in the world of Teva, to be a part of Klai Yisrael and Eretz Yisrael, who HaKadosh Baruch Hu deals the Maila Midarach HaTeva, she was Zoycha to this special Siyat HaDishmai. So Vatayma Rus, the next Pasuk says, Rus tells Nami, no, Al Tifki Vila Hazvech Lashu don't continue, I don't want to leave you. Ki Al Asher Telchi Eilech, wherever you go, I will go. Of Asher Talini Olim, wherever you'll sleep, I'll sleep. Amei Chami, your nation is my nation. And your God or your power is mine. Where you die, I will die. Only death will separate between me and you. What Rus over here, the Alshech HaKadosh says, was asking from Naomi never to leave her. She wants to say Dovuk to Naomi forever. Not even behind her at all. She wants to be together with her biyachat. And she was telling her, I plan on being Megayer and being Mekabal the Torah. And you're going to teach me Tariyag Mitzvahs. You're going to be my Rebbe. And from now on on, until now, our Kesher, our relationship was a physical relationship. And that's what Naomi had said before. If it's a physical relationship, you're not going to get your physical tafkid through me anymore. You're not going to get married through me. So what are you doing? And Arpa left because of that. And Rus is saying now, I don't, it's, not, it's no longer physical. It's a Kesher Ruchani. I'm not leaving you. Only Mavis. There's nothing physical that can get in between us except Mavis. Because in the world of physical things, if our relationship is physical, so then there's physical things that could break us up. Pain, lack of tafkid, etc. And etc. But if we're Dabuk Binyani Ruchani, so nothing physical can get in our way. There's nothing that could separate us. And with this, Rus was making a Kabbalah Chazaka Ma'ay. She was Mekabal on herself something that is the strongest type of Chazaka. To have a Kesha Ruchani with Naomi. A Kesha Ruchani that is inseparable. Nothing physical could separate them. As we'll see in the next couple of Psukim, immediately she's going to be put to the test. Rus to see if her Kabbalah was a true Kabbalah or not. Was it a true Kabbalah in a Ruchniyistic way that nothing really could separate them or not?
But this is what she said. And this is similar to Klai Yisrael's Kabbalah of Nasev and Ishma. How could Klai Yisrael say to the Rabbani Shalom Nasev and Ishma? We'll do and then we'll hear what it is. What do you mean? If it's a physical relationship between two people, so then you'll say, one second, if it's a physical relationship, let me see physically if I'm able to do what you want. But if it's a Ruchnius relationship, nothing physical can get in the way, then we could say Nasa. Why is a Malach, a Malach, the Rabbi Shalom said, when we said Nasa v'nishma, Migila Razelavonai, Lashin Shamalachi Asharis Mishtam Shimboi. This is a Lashin a Malach says. When we said Nasa v'nishma, Hashem told the Malach, until now, it was only you. Now you have a partner called Kla Yisrael. Why is it a Lashin Shamalachi Asharis Mishtam Shimboi? Because a person has limitations because he's a physical body. So if I tell you, could you do something for me, you first have to know physically you're able to do it or not. A mouth doesn't have limitations. There's no strength limitations. He doesn't get tired. So therefore, of course, a mouth can say, I'll do it. Now what is it that I need to do? Klai Yisrael rose to the level of Malachim and saying there's nothing physical that's going to come in between HaKadosh Baruch Hu and the mitzvahs. We're not, we are being Makabal and ourselves a Ruchni is Kabbalah. Nasa and then Nishma. We're not worried about our physical limitations. Because when it's a spiritual connection, we'll do anything to do what we need to do and nothing can come in our way. And that's why a spiritual Kabbalah is a, kab- a stronger Kabbalah. And this is what Rus was being Makabal here. A Dveikus Ruchanis to Naomi and to Kala Yisrael. And this is a, one of the reasons that we talk and read Rus and Shavuos because it's the Yantiv of Kabbalah Satayra. And just like Rus was Makabal, that nothing is going to come in between her and the Tyra, Kala Yisrael also with Nasev and Ishmar Makabal that. But it's more than that. It's not just that Kala Yisrael was Makabal this hundreds of years ago. Rashi tells us in the Gemara the Gemara says that um, everyone agrees on Shavuos there has to be an aspect of Lachem. Meaning, when it comes to the other Yom Taivim, there's a Machlaikis Tanoim, how to learn two Psukim. One Pasuk says, Atzeres Lachem. Yantiv should be for you. For you means physically enjoy it. Eat, drink, rest, enjoy yourself. And another Pasuk says, Atzeres Lachem Likecha. Yantiv should be for Hashem. That means davening, learning, ruchnius. So how do you reconcile the two psukim? Which one is it? What's Yantif for? Lachem or Lashem? So one opinion in the Gemara is that you have a choice. Either Kulay Lachem or Kulay Lashem. The person has a choice to pick which pasuk he wants to do. And it's not so much a choice of picking which one you want to do. Mepharshim explain every person with fi his nature and fi his madrega has to figure out which pasuk is matim for him. Not everyone's able to spend the whole day dedicated just to learning and to davening. So maybe they have to be the lachem people. So, but there's a choice here. And another opinion says no. You make a compromise. Chati lachem v'chati lachem. Half the day you spend lachem and half the day you spend lachem. But the Gemara says there are certain Yamim Taivim that everyone agrees you have to have an aspect of Lachem. It's not enough, you can't choose Kulul Hashem. And one of them is Shavuos. 
Hakol Maidim, if I miss Gemara, Hakol Maidim, everyone agrees, the Vatzeres Vina Nami Lochem. But on Shavuos and Atzeres, you need an aspect of Lochem. Why? My time, says the Gemara, what's the reason? Yoim Shanit Nabataira. It's the day that we got the Taira. Now, the, 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 uh, the question that one would ask by Shagafa Rishayna is the day we got the Torah you would think is the day you should spend Kula Ila Hashem why are we saying we agree you need an aspect of Lachem you have to eat you have to drink you have to have a Sudu you have to be Pesimcha why? Yom Shanit Nebat Torah this is the way the day we got the Torah the day we got the Torah is the day should be Kula Ila Hashem spend it dedicated in Ruchnius so Rashi over there on that Gemara says the reason you need an aspect of Lachem says Laharats, we have to demonstrate. Shanayach umarutza li Yisrael. Kla Yisrael is happy. Yoim zeshanikna batayra. Meaning to say as follows. Kla Yisrael, 3,000 odd years ago, said Nasev and Ishma. They're Makabal the Torah, we're ready to take it on. Now it's 3,000 years later. 3,000 years of Gaulus. 3,000 years of Korban Beit Amigdash. Of, of all different types of suffering that we've gone through. Are we still ready to say Nasev and Ishma? Or are we stuck in this because 3,000 years ago our forefathers said Nasev and Ishma? Are we ready to say Nasev and Ishma today? Are we really ready to say? Or, we, or if Hashem came to us and said, I'm ready to give the Torah, would we answer, uh, what, what does it say there? What do I need to do? It's a hard question. It's a hard question. It's not so simple. So, Hopefully, hopefully, we would be ready to say Nasev and Ishma. So if we would spend the day just Kulil Lashem, that means to say we're sort of stuck in this. We have to learn. How do you show that you're happy about something? You show you're happy about something with a simcha that revolves around your body, eating and drinking. Because is my body still happy? Is my goof still happy? Remember, when we said Nasev and Ishma, it was a Ruchnius Kabbalah. We're saying that our bodies are not getting in our way. We'll do anything. Physical pain, physical discomfort, not being able to eat any, everything, not being able to wear everything. These things aren't on our radar. Nasev and Ishma. Why? Because we understand the Ruchnius Shabbat. The only way you could truly show you're happy with Nasev and Ishma is if your body celebrates. And the only way your body celebrates is through eating and drinking. It's through Lachem. So the reason why every year we have to eat and drink on Shavuos is Lahara. We have to demonstrate that we're still happy. If Hashem would come to us this year and ask us if we want the Torah, we would still say Nasev and Ishma. With all of the physical suffering and comfort and discomfort that we know about now, not Kleitzel didn't know about it then. Now we know history. 2,000, 3,000 years of physical pain and hardships because of Kabbalah Zatayra. Will we still do it? Laharis, we have to show it. And that's part of what reading Rus is all about. Rus was Mikabal Zatayra in a way that Kleitzel said Nasev and Ishma. And we don't read it just because it's a remembrance of what Kleitzel did. We need to renew our commitment to Nasev and Ishma. Every person on Shavuos has to renew the commitment to Nasev and Ishma. Am I really happy to go out of my way to, to with all the physical tircha and tiredness and hardships that comes along with Taira? Do I catch about it and say, what should I do? Not, I have to do it, that's the Taira. But if it would be me, I would say, I'm not so interested. 
Or do we say, no, Nasev Anishma. Bottom line, priorities are straight. Ruchmias is the most important thing in the world. And any Gashmias that suffers because of it is Kedai because I'm Zaycha to this Ruchmias. And that's what Shavuos is all about. Yom Shanit and Batayra, we have to celebrate. We celebrate with the renewal of our own personal Nasev Anishma. Our own personal Kabbalah. And that's one of the reasons, again, that we read Rus, because she came with that same thing, Ki Amav Yeah? We say it. Right. Right. Yeah. 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 Well, you're, that's, you're supposed to work on feeling the other way. Right? That's all you say, not just to say it, to feel it. So, the next Pasuk says that Nami saw that Rus was Misameta. She was making this, she was strengthening herself, making the effort to come, to go with her. She stopped talking to her. And the Mavarshim say, I mean, she saw it. She be vatishma. She heard everything she was saying. She said, "I don't want to leave you." So she must have seen something. What did she see? So we said before, if you remember, there's two ways to say this. We, if you remember before, we said that Naomi, when she was going back to Teretz Yisrael, so it was taking time. She was going on the way to return. So we said then that part of Nami's tshuva was when she left Eretz Yisrael every step on the way out was a chet on the way back every step now is part of her tshuva perhaps she was saying Yiratsan that every step should be a kapara for leaving Eretz Yisrael her walking was a walking of tshuva now even though Rus and Nami at that time were going with her but they weren't doing tshuva they, didn't, they weren't part of this whole, this whole process here and at that time they were Goyim, they weren't Jewish, Jews anyways. So they weren't part of this whole thing. Now, now Arpa leaves. So, now what happens? She said, one of the things Rosa said, The way you go, I'm going to go. That means to say, I see you, Naomi. Your steps are steps of Ruchnias, they're steps of Tshuva, going towards the Kedusha. Rus now joins her with that same kavana. It wasn't Rus just tagging along like before. Rus now was going together with her. And it took strength. It wasn't simple. Change your steps. She already is changing herself to be on a higher level, a plane of Ruchnius. So when she saw that she changed her entire being, she's going with her with the same kavanas. Now, Ruth sees that this is Emes, and there's a Ruchani spiritual Kabbalah here, so she stops trying to convince her out of it. But it's more than that. It's more than that. Ruth, with this walking and this Kabbalah, was Mesakein, the Chet of her great-great-whatever-grandfather Lot. She was... Lot was the father of Mayav, right? And she's from Mayav. What happens when Light was tagging along with Avram Avinu and Light, right, Rayim was stealing and Avram Avinu gave him Musr and he said, listen, we can't go along this way. Either you leave or I leave. Right? Now this means to say, as a port in side, that even though Avram Avinu was being Makar of his relative here, Light, he was keeping him close. 
But now that he was going to suffer spiritually because these Rayim were not acting up to power, Ramavina said, I can't. I don't need, to, I'm not required to suffer in Ruchnius because of you. You want, to, you want to be part of my program? You're part of my program. But if it being part of my program, being with me, is that your Rayim are stealing and they're not up to power, so I don't have to deal with this anymore, we could separate. What should Light have answered Avram Avinu? I'm going to leave you, Makara Kedusha, Avram Avinu. I'm going to leave my Rebbe, Avram Avinu. Listen, give me a couple of days. I'll get rid of these Royim and we're going to get new Royim. We're going to get new shepherds that are not going to be over on Isra of Gezel. How is it possible I could leave you? But what did Light do instead? By Yisra Light does enough. He decided to go to, to the Kikar Hayarden. He went to Stein. And especially the Mepharshim say that everything he saw within the Kikar Hayarden, all the words in that Pasuk are referring to Yonim of Znus and Yonim of Tumah. He didn't want to stay with the Kedusha. And he left. Light left. Why? Why did he leave? Because he didn't have that Vekus Ruchanius. He didn't have that Kesha Ruchanius. It wasn't strong enough to keep him there. So the minute that the Kedusha told him leave, he was out of there. Rus was Misak in the Chet of Lot. Rus Dovkaba. Just like Avram Avinu told Lot, he parted Nami Alai. Nami told her, you should also leave. return. But instead of making the same mistake as Light, Adaraba, she said, I'm going to stay. She said, I can't leave the Kedusha. But it wasn't just the answer. The answer was a symbol of how she was connected already to Naomi in a Ruchnius way. And she said, there's no way I could leave the Kedusha. And this already shows what an Isha Gedayla Rus was. Now, there's a very famous Gura here on this Pasuk. And the Gura on this Pasuk, Vatera Kimisamentasi Lolechas, says as follows. He says, what did she see? The Gura says that the Yetzirah has different tactics to get a person. Sometimes the Yetzirah tells a person to do an Avera. And sometimes when he can't get him to do an Avera, he actually tells him to do a Mitzvah. Now, in that Mitzvah, perhaps... There's a lot of Averas that could come out of it. But he convinces the person to go do the mitzvah. What? Well, sometimes he don't get, he, he's mazarism he's to get busy with a mitzvah. That might come um, as, at the expense of Bittal Taira. It might be at the expense of uh, stuck of davening, of Ben Adam There's a lot of things. Sometimes mitzvahs come at the expense of. And the Yetzirah is very happy for him to do this one mitzvah because the person doesn't even realize he's sacrificing so much more. So the Gra says, how does the person really know when he wants to do a mitzvah if it's the Yetzirah telling him to do it or the Yetzirah telling him to do it? So the Gra says as follows. What? So the Gra says that a person, when he's ready to do a mitzvah, should stop for a thing for a, think for a moment and see, is there any resistance for, in, internal resistance to him doing this mitzvah. See, a body is a physical body. Physical bodies are not out to run to do mitzvahs. They like to enjoy themselves. They like to sit, relax, eat, drink, sit in the sun, get a sundan, and sip martinis, right? That's what they like to do. They're not out to run 
and do and do a mitzvah. So why all of a sudden is your body like 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 an autopilot running to do a mitzvah? The terrorist is because it's really a tahara is very happy to do it. And your body does the will of the Yetzirah to do Averis, your body runs to do. That's all part of it. So if a person feels no resistance to the mitzvah, he has to stop and say, one second, where's the Yetzirah in this? He must be propelling me. If it's the Yetzirah Taiv, then it's going to be hard. You're going to say, nah, I don't want to do it, it's too hard. You're going to feel that you have to make that extra effort. So, Nami wasn't sure what's driving Rus to come here to become a Giyaris. Is it a Yetzirah or is it a Yetzirah Taiv? So she saw she had to make that extra strength to do it. She saw it was a true Kabbalah. Right? It says Rish Lakish. Right? He was, a, he was the uh, head of the he was the, the head of the robbers, the thieves. He was the head thief. And Rabbi Yechonah met him. And he saw him swimming across this big uh, lake. He was a strong, powerful guy. And and um, and Rabbi Echlim told him, Chalcha He says, it's too bad you're wasting your strength on, on Narishkeit. You should use your strength for Tyra. So Rish Lakish told him, I'm too far gone. The only way I'm asking him is that if, you, if I become a Balchuva and I come to learn, will you let me marry your sister? And Rabbi Echlim said, yes. And Rish Lakish became the big Amir Rish Lakish. But it says he tried to swim back across the river to come back to Rabbi Echlim, and he couldn't do it anymore. He couldn't do it anymore. He was able to make it on the way there before he was Makabal to learn Tyra. On the way back, not. So, Pasha, they bring a rise from there. Tyra Matesh is Kaifa Tyra weakens a person. And not even learning Tyra, the Kabbalah to learn Tyra also is Matesh is But the Gran, this Pasuk here in Ruth, says no. That on the way there, he was a robber. And the Yetzirah was propelling him to keep up his strength, to be as strong as possible. Why? So he could, he could uh, rob more people. So he could, uh, he, could, he could excel at his job. The minute now he decided that he wants to go learn, so now what is, what's his body? His body's no longer aiding him. Now the Yetzirah wants him to go learn. His body's working against him. So now he doesn't have the strength anymore to go. That's That's what we say. Sometimes the Yetzirah is in front of us trying to stop us from doing an Avera. And sometimes he's Macharenu, he's behind us pushing us to do a mitzvah. He's pushing us to do things. So that's Vaterek and Mizametzah She saw it was taking that extra strength to come, so she saw that it must have been a true Kabbalah. If there's so much resistance now, um, if there's so much resistance, so therefore she said that she's going to stop Vatech Daladabra Yeah? So, you know, it's going to have to be Baidik to make sure that it's coming from uh, the it's proper source. Yes, it's possible too. A person can train themselves that the, the Avaidas Hamidas is to train yourself that the Yetzirah should also, you be in control of the Yetzirah and to use the excitement that the Yetzirah uses for Averis to use it for Mitzvah. But that's, that's the High Madrega. I don't know. That's what the Gros says. I don't know. Unless it's, uh, sometimes, as we said before, the Yetzar doesn't put up any resistance because it doesn't, it doesn't bother him that you're doing that mitzvah. Again, either because it's coming at the expense of another mitzvah, or because, um, or because, like we said, he's waiting till you get, you know, farther up, close to your shlemas, then he'll knock you down. He's waiting, he's biding his time. So, every situation, a person has to, has to be, be biding and see if he's doing the proper thing. 
And they both walked until they came to Beis Lechem. They came to Beis Lechem. And there's a whole crowd there. And everyone, they were to tumult, they all started shrieking. All these women, hundreds of women are there, and they all start screaming. One of them, you know, it starts off with one. And all of a sudden, and the whole place is screaming. Now, it's very hard to understand what's going on over here. Rus was just Meister Nefesh for Dveikas Patayra. We would think, if we would be standing there looking over, we'd say, we all know Chazal tell us, Habal Tar Someone who's coming to be Matar, Hashem helps them. Now, we would think, if they're coming back to Beis Lechem, Rus just made this whole statement, she gave up so much, she's a Bal Shouldn't she be Zaycha to some Siata Dishmaya to make it easier for her? And instead, what happens? They come to Beis Lechem and there's a crowd. Why is there a crowd? What happened that day? What happened? Right. No. Baya's wife was Nifter. And they were all coming to the Kura. This was the Levi of Baya's wife. Now, you would have thought that Nami and Rus could have slipped into town, you know, they're back home. They don't need such a welcoming committee. HaKadosh Baruch orchestrated that there's the whole city there. Whole crowds, hundreds of people are there. And remember, all of a sudden they see her. And they all remember how she was ten years ago. She was a rich lady. Chush of a lady. And now she's coming back, an old lady, a poor lady. And they all scream, Hazayis Nami. And what they meant to say was, look what happened to you. You left Eretz Yisrael because you thought you can escape from the, the famine. It's too hard for you. You're a rich lady. And look what happened at the end. You ended up worse than the rest of us. You lost everything. Now, what should have Naomi answered, we would have thought? Naomi would say, Hello, um, whatever happened to be Mivayish here I am the old lady coming back as a as a old poor lady and you and you and you say this is what happened to me this is how you accept me instead of welcoming me back you mitsire me you mevayish me but that's not what Nami did Nami said I'll take Nami don't call me Nami Nami means pleasant Krenli Mara Call me bitter. Because Hashem made it very bitter for me. I left here full and Hashem brought me back empty. Basically, she was misvad Barabin. She got up in front of everyone and said, Khatasi Avisi Pashati. She said, Don't call me Nami, which means sweet. Pleasant, call me bitter. Because I made a big mistake. And because of that, I'm a Ishamara. Interesting give and take. Says the next Pasuk. We'll explain it in a minute. Batash of Naomi Rus, I'm sorry, Naomi and Rus, her daughter in law, returned. The daughter in law that came back with her mistake, and they came to Beislechem in the beginning of the harvest of the Sairim. Now, what's this pasta telling us? We know they came back, they were just here. They're here. The pasta says, and Nami and Rus, they came back from Stemayev. 
So the answer is very simple. And that gives us a picture of these last couple of sukkim. Rus made a Kabbalah, we said before, a Kabbalah Ruchonis. There's nothing that they can separate. There's nothing physical could separate us except death. It's a Ruchniyastik Akesha. HaKadosh Baruch Hu decided he's going to test Rus immediately to see if she's really Emes in her Kabbalah or not. Let's see if there's nothing that could separate you from Naomi. Was that just words or did you really mean it? And immediately when you're going to come back to Beis Lechem Yehuda, I'm going to test you. What was the test? Rus, if you think about it, had zero in this world. She gave up her life in Mayav. She had no money. She had no husband. She had one thing. She had a Rebbe. Her Rebbe was Naomi. She told Naomi, you're going to teach me Tyra. I'm never going to leave you. Now, if we would have asked Rus, you know, Naomi is like her hero. Naomi is like the God of Hadar to her. How do you think they're going to be Makabal Naomi when she comes back to Beis Lechem Yehuda? You have to remember, just because she left doesn't negate all the years that Elimelech was a hush of a person, was Mepharnas Kla Yisrael, she was Mepharnas people. So she would probably say, you know, probably a big Kabbalah Panim, Rucham Abayim, you know, welcome us back. And instead, the exact opposite occurred. They all just like shrieked there and were mavazah her. They didn't mean to do it in a bad way. They were just like mitame. They didn't mean to be mavayasher barabim, but it was like a true wonder. They could never have believed that this is what happened to Naomi. Ten years they didn't see her, and they almost didn't recognize her probably. Can you imagine what her, her face looked like? She was this refined, regal, aristocratic woman, pampered woman. And now, ten years later, after being in Gaulus, losing so much, losing all her money, poor old lady, she probably even looked different. So what happened? Like, one lady, one old lady here in the Levaya recognized her. Nami? And all of a sudden, Nami? They don't, they wasn't, a, it was, they weren't out to be Mavayashar. But HaKadosh Baruch orchestrated this. Why? She wanted to see what Rus, Hashem wanted to see how Rus is going to react to this. Here's her Rebbe, the God of Adar to her, the one thing she has in the world, who she thinks at least is going to be also recognized in Bezlechem Yehuda as the Isha Chashuva, and the exact opposite occurs. She's mamish like a Mavuza, the Mavazah. And it was, a, it was a test for Naomi too. Is she willing to stay around? How is her Chuva Chuva Shlema? Was she going to go back or not? But more of a test for Ruth to see if she's still willing to hold on to Naomi. And then what happens? Then Nami gets up and says, Vidai Barabin. Rabbi Rebda always used to say, Amashal. Imagine you have a Rav, moves to a town, him and his wife, little shtetl, they build it up. They build up the shul, they build up the school, the Beisiankev, they build up everything. The town, it's not a town, it's a city now. They collected money, and they... And then it comes, after 10, 15 years, the Rav gets up right before Nehila, and he says, Rabbi Isai, have a confession to make. Me and my wife, we put our heart into the city and so on and so forth. But you know that uh, $20 million that we collected to build up everything in this town? You should know $15 million of it we took ourselves. Five we have, and uh, used to say it in a very cute way. Neither she comes out better, but he used to say, says, $5 million is in a bank in Switzerland. 
five million in the Cayman Islands, and five million the Rebbitson spent on I don't know what, he says. But it's gone, that much I know. See, what would happen, by, and he says, and he, Chatazi Avisi, I'm so sorry. What would happen by the end of that speech? Would there be anyone left in that show? No, they would all leave, go find another rub. Still $15 million. You know, they would say, well, what do you want? He's only a mensch, he's only a person, people have the are. So, yeah, he's only a mensch, but we're looking for a rub. You know what I mean? It's very nice that he had a down, he had a Nisayan that he failed, but that's not for us. He's our rub, a leader. She says, well, this is what happened with Rus. Rus has a rabbi, Nami, and they're Mavazar. So she gets up and says, Chutzpah, Mavavne Chavir Brav, and she gets up, you're right. Chatos, Yavisi, Bashati, I made a mistake. Look, this is my rabbi. I, I, I thought so much of her. And, um, and this was a Kaddish Baruch's test. Are you really serious about it? Is it really a Kesha Ruchani? Or is it, there's a little bit of, you know, comfort in, 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 involved in this relationship. And now I'm going to break that comfort, says HaKadosh Baruch Hu. They're going to be Mavazar, she's going to be Mesvada Barabin. Are you still going to be Dovkaba? But Rus wasn't faced from it. Rus yes, said, yes, now Sevenishma, I'm staying here. That was how strong her Kabbalah was. But, we still could ask what happened to Abel the Tar Messiah What happened to that? So the truth is, we're making a big mistake. Abel the Tar Messiah is not the way we think Hashem should help people. Hashem is Messiah, Abel the Tar. We don't always recognize it. Why were they there? Because they were burying, burying the wife of Bayaz. So the Rebbe used to say, perhaps when Ruth said the first time, um, for all we know at that exact moment Bayaz's wife got sick the minute they come back to Beis Lechem Yehuda that we know Bayaz's wife is Nefteris why? this is part of the Siyat HaDishmaya Rus is coming back and her zivig is already here there's nothing, there's nothing in the way there's no life to get in the way of the zivig here she's no longer here her first step was already the Siyat HaDishmaya was there. But what's most important is the Habal Atahir. And this is what HaKadosh Baruch Hu says. I'm giving you this Nisayan. And I'm going to see if you're going to be able to withstand it. And if you do, the Siyat HaDishmaya is only going to continue. And it does continue throughout the story. But the bottom line is, Chazal don't say if you want to be Metahar yourself, Hashem will give us Yat HaDishmaya. Ruas until now was Haraitza Letahar. We don't know for sure. Did she come to an Isayan that shows she's Habba Letahar? Habba means you take that first step. That means it might be a very hard step to take. But you've got to take that first step. If you want that Yat HaDishmaya, it's not enough to want. Hashem wants you to make that first step and that first step sometimes is so hard to do but if you do it you open up all Siyat HaDishmaya and that is what's going on over here also Rus till now was the right Salatahir Hashem put her in this test to see if she's the Balatahir if you're the Balatahir and this was a hard test she proved it now Messiah Nesayim the Siyat is right here. It's happening with the test itself. 
You're at the Levaya. The Shidduch is waiting for you right now. Later on, when we're going to need the Goyal, we're going to need the Goyal to, do, to, to give up his rights, he's just going to pass by. By the way, just coincidence? Not coincidence. Hashem made him pass by at that exact moment. Once the ball started getting rolling with Ruth's Habol Tire, the Siyata Deshmai is there. Do we see it? Do we understand it? We may not see it so clear, but the Siyata Deshmai is there. Our question was, Habol Tire Messiah There should have been a band waiting for her over here. HaKadosh Baruch was saying, I need the ball first. The Siyata Dishmai is already in the workings here. It's already happening. But I need that ball to continue it. And that's the ball with Tar Messiah and I say. She made this first step, Rus. She made this hard first step. And now, from now on, it's not going to be easy. She's going to have a hard time till she finally gets married. But the Siyata Dishmai is here. And she was Zaycha to such Siyata Dishmaya as we know. As we know, she was the mother of Malach HaMashiach. She's the mother of David HaMelech. The grandmother of David HaMelech. Why? Because you have to make that first step. And that's one of the important lessons. When it coming to Kabbalah Satayra, to Nasa Venishma, to renewing our Kabbalah of Nasa Venishma. What am I willing to do? I want a Kaddish Baruch to give me Siyat Dishmaya. I want to be better. Many people want to be better. Hopefully most people want to be better. But it's not enough to just want. You have to take that first hard step and do something. Do something concrete. Do an action to show. Habalitar. And then a Kaddish Baruch says, Pischui Pesach, Right? It doesn't say, if you want to go through, you got to open that first hole. Try to open a hole in a needle. Not so, in a needle. It's not so simple. Not so simple. A needle is a metal thing. And you got to make a hole there. Right? It's not just, you can't blow it. It's not a feather. you got to make a hole. That first, that first needle hole, that's Habal Tahir. It's not always so simple. It's hard. It's hard to make that hole. But once you get through it, HaKadosh Baruch Hu says, then the Siyat HaDishmaya comes, I'm going to be Paiseach Lechem, a gigantic, I'll help you out. But again, with the understanding, sometimes the persons get discouraged. HaKadosh Baruch Hu, I made that first step, it was so hard. Where's my Siyat HaDishmaya? The Siyat HaDishmaya is there. You have to believe that HaKadosh Baruch Hu is going to give you the Siyat HaDishmaya. How it's going to play out in your life, that you don't know. Behind the scenes, HaKadosh Baruch Hu is playing out so many things. That the Siyat HaDishmaya, did they know that the Siyat HaDishmaya was this Levaya itself? This is part of the Siyat HaDishmaya? Later on, maybe in retrospect, they saw it. Bishas Maisa? No. But they believed, they talked in HaKadosh Baruch Hu, that Abolatayim Messiah Noizoi, they understood that the Siyat HaDishmaya is here. The question is only when and where it's going to play itself out. Okay, we'll stop here.